0: More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and
1: carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck and I'm Lisa Popcheck. And you're listening to the best of More to Life. Today on More to Life, I don't know what to do. <laughs> is anxiety undermining your confidence? We're going to help you get clarity. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body uh, reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment
2: of every day. Surprising.
1: Relevant. Good morning, everyone. You are listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And
2: I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: And today on More to Life, the show is titled, I Don't Know What to Do. If you're struggling to know the right thing to do about a particular challenge you're facing in your life or relationships, if you're trying to discern what God is calling you to, but you're afraid you're going to get it wrong, If anxiety is undermining your confidence about any decision and making it difficult to make a choice or feel confident in your choices, we are here to help. The number is 877-573-7825 again that number is eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five we're not going to tell you what to do but we can help you figure it out and move forward with confidence and strength if that sounds good to you let's talk it out together eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two
2: five you know I think confidence is something that's very hard to come by I think even for people who unfortunately, they may be a little narcissistic. I think sometimes the underlying there can be their lack of confidence and their posturing a lot to make us think that they're more confident than they are. But for a lot of us, it's, it's difficult. And for those of us who are Christian, it can feel harder because it's not just saying, oh, I want to do what I want to do or be who I want to be. It's, am I doing right by God? am i doing what he's asking me to do am i living a good life a holy life so we've got a whole other layer to kind of ponder as we try to find our confidence either in ourselves or in making a decision
1: well so let's talk for a minute about what confidence really is because i think that that there is i think a general perception that confidence means belief in myself Mm. i i i am confident that I can make the right choice I can control the outcome I can make this happen that's not really what confidence is Um, confidence and confident people don't necessarily think that they have it all together or they can they, they know how to make X Y or Z happen they're confident not so much in themselves as they are in their process. In other words, I know that when I do steps A, B and C, generally speaking, things work out okay. Hmm. And so I, I have a good process that I use to make decisions. And even when those decisions don't turn out the way I wish they would, I still know the process was good and I can use that process to make the next decision and the next one after that. And so confidence doesn't come from thinking that I have it all together or that I can control the outcome or that, you know, I'm so special that that I always know what to do. It comes from feeling like I have good tools and a good process by which I can make my decisions. And that's why on today's program, you know, we can help you if you are struggling to make a know what to do or know what the right thing to do is in that personal or relational or other challenge or struggle or decision that you're facing because it's all about checking your process and making sure that the process is as strong as it can be so you can be confident in the decisions that you're making
2: well and of course here on more to life we're giving you a process that goes far beyond what you can come up with on your own because we're including God and a good discernment process and how to honor him and who he created you to be in that process. Excuse me. Losing my
1: voice. So give us a call at 877-573-7825 again that's 877-573-7825 today our show is titled I don't know what to do and if anxiety is undermining your confidence we want to help you get clarity. So take a minute to think about that struggle that you're facing in your life or relationships where you're not quite sure what the right thing to do is, the best thing to do might be. Are you trying to discern what God is calling you to, but you're afraid of getting it wrong? Have you tried to do certain things, but it seems like it's just gotten worse and it's making you question yourself? Are you afraid of making it worse so you're not doing anything in the first place? Whatever the situation is, we want to help you be more confident in the process you use for discerning God's will, making good choices, and knowing that you're doing the right thing, even when you're not so sure. Eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five.
2: I think you hit on on one very important one that I think resonates with so many people. Being afraid that we're going to do it wrong or that we're somehow going to fail and then therefore being frozen in, in indecision, in not knowing what to do, in taking any kind of action. So if you're anywhere on this or you've got somebody in your life who's dealing with this lack of confidence and you want to help them or it's really affecting your life because they're a member of your family or your business or your social community and their struggle is affecting you as well and you want to know what to do about it. Whether it's you or someone in your life, we're here to help you today on More to Life. Give us a call at 877 573 7825 that's eight seven seven five seven three 7825
1: every day on more to life we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of saint john paul's theology of the body and for folks who aren't aware of what that is uh, saint john paul made a series of reflections on what it means to be a christian disciple in the modern world and how we can begin to discover god's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships by prayerfully contemplating God's design of our body and mind.
2: And when we don't know what to do, the theology of the body can help us because it reminds us that every decision we make should help us become who we are. The whole, healed, godly, grace-filled people God sees when He looks at us. If we're confused about an important decision, the way to be confident in our choices is to look for the option that seems to give us the greatest chance of pursuing greater meaningfulness that is using your gifts to make a positive difference intimacy that is, working to make your relationships healthier and stronger and virtue taking what life gives you and using it to become a stronger healthier holier person
1: meaningfulness intimacy and virtue are the three qualities that an abundant life rests on and if we're bringing our decisions to God and then this is the process we're talking about Mm -hmm. right if we're bringing our decisions to God first if our desire is genuinely to serve him and we try to make choices that lead to what we prayerfully believe increase our chances of growing in meaningfulness intimacy and virtue then even when we feel uncertain or even if we make a misstep we can be confident that because of this process and through God's mercy we're on the right path and doing God's will. Okay, so there's the process in broad strokes. Now, what does it mean to actually apply that system to your decisions, your challenges, your choices? Let's talk it out. 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name in of the, the Father, and the, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. amen. Lord Jesus Christ. We bring to you all those decisions that we have to make, especially about problems facing us in our life and relationships where we really don't know the right thing to do or what you would have us to. Give us clarity of mind, help us to be resolved in our purpose to let your will be done and give us the wisdom to know what that will is. Help us to be confident in our process of discernment, rather than confident in ourselves, so that we can hear your voice clearly and receive the grace you're giving us to move forward with confidence that your will might be done in our lives. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and in the name of the the Father, Father, the the Son,
2: and the the Holy Holy Spirit.
1: Spirit. Amen. Amen. Pope St. John Paul the Great.
2: Pray for
1: us. Today on More to Life, our show is titled I Don't Know What to Do as we talk about anxiety undermining our confidence in our choices. If you're struggling to know the right thing to do about a challenge in your life or relationships, having a hard time discerning what God is calling you to next, let us help you be confident in the process of making good decisions and discerning God's will for your situation. 877 877- Five seven three seven eight two
2: five. Let's talk now with Noel, who's calling us from California.
1: Is it Noel? Noel or Noel? Noel. Noel. Oh, excuse us. What's, what's, what's your What's your question for us today?
3: Hey, thank you so much. Um, so, I mean, uh, I feel like um, sometimes I struggle with um, maybe being too confident in some areas of my life, and then I feel like I'm not being humble enough. And then sometimes when I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my attitude. I'm gonna change my, the way I think. I need to be more humble. Then I, I feel like it's not like I'm being too humble, but it's like a false, mm-hmm. like humility. And you know, I, I, feel like okay, I'm Catholic, and therefore, you know, I, I got this. And I. Well, like, well, let's define
1: our terms through. here for a second. So, what, what does humility mean to you?
3: Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask, like, how humility and confidence. Um, interact and um, I guess humility means to me submitting my will to our Lord's will and um, but but I, I, yeah I, I just I don't know I wanted to know your opinion on how confidence and humility interact. That's a great That's question. A
2: great question. A Great way to start the show. Thank you for asking it really speaks to what I was saying at the beginning which is as Catholic people we have a whole different layer to, to get through in terms of developing confidence and how we do that in a real and healthy and holy way.
1: Um, I actually unpack this uh, very question in my book Broken Gods, Hope, Healing, and the Seven Longings of the Human Heart where I take a look at uh, mm-hmm. the seven deadly sins in particular and and how we can allow God's grace to transform us from the inside out. Uh, and so when I look at pride in, in the chapter on pride, um, I, I kind of take on this question of humility. You know, what does it mean to be prideful? What does it mean to be humble? Um, And so let's tie that back into your question here and then I'll I'll suggest that as a follow-up resource. Um, So pride is not the sin of thinking too well of myself so much as it's the sin of thinking I don't need anybody else, right? I, I, I want to pursue abundance and I want to do it my way and I'm afraid to let anybody else in or listen to anybody else because they might you know, they might throw me off my path that I've got charted out for myself. Humility is a willingness to listen and learn. It's a willingness to share the gifts that I have with others to help them on their journey toward an abundant life. And for me to be willing to step back and listen to the wisdom experience and gifts that others have to give to me to support me on my path to leading a more abundant life. So humility isn't, you know, the quote unquote virtue of beating up on myself or thinking that I don't have some gifts to share. Uh, It's, it's the virtue that allows me to be open to the gifts, And wisdom that other people have to share for me so how does humility relate to confidence well again you know confidence isn't so much belief in myself it's belief in the process the good process that I have for making decisions and so when I'm confident about something it means I I feel like I have a good process well part of that process has to be listening to other people and receiving the gifts that they have to give and the help that they can offer uh, to me along the way right so it, to be confident means that you know i i have good knowledge and i have a good process but you know to be humble in that in that process also means that i don't think i have it all figured out i'm willing to listen to you and learn from you and benefit from your experience and the gifts that you have to bring on it so that's how it works together so in that sense you know humility and and uh, and confidence aren't at war with each other you know pride and confidence or pride and humility are at war with each other because pride says i'm going to do it by myself i don't need you i don't want you i don't want to share anything with you i'm gonna i've got my goal i've got my plan get out of my way Right, where confidence says, you know, I have a good process, but I'm always willing to listen and learn. Uh, and if you have something good to share that's going to help refine that process, uh, help increase the likelihood that I'll have good outcomes, uh, increase the likelihood that I'll be able to bring you along with me while I pursue those outcomes, then that's a good thing. Right, so that's how, you know, confidence and humility work together. It's, it's not that they, they fight with each other or where one says, I'm, you know, better than the other. It, it's, it's that they really work in harmony. In fact, you know, humility leads to greater confidence because I realize I don't have to do it all on my own. And I, my, I, I have a process that allows me to adapt and grow and change and learn based on the circumstances that I'm in, and the the, the wisdom of the people around me that I'm open to receiving and incorporating into my decisions. So, Noel, I, I hope that uh, Noel, excuse me, I hope that helps you um, to kind of clarify those different terms. And as I said at the beginning of my response, um, I unpack this further in my book, Broken Gods, Hope healing and the seven longings of the human heart, which is really a book about how we can let God into our hearts and be transformed from the inside out so that in the face of all these, you know, deadly sins and temptations, we can discover the divine longing that's behind them and let God's grace kind of water the seeds of those longings in healthy ways. So for example, pride, you know, is really the divine longing for an abundant life. But where pride is the twisting of that longing and and where you know Satan says you can pursue an abundant life, but just do it on your own terms. Mm-hmm. You know we can fulfill that divine longing through humility, that allows us to open up to the wisdom and experience and gifts that others can bring, so that we can confidently pursue that abundant life together, uh, in communion with the people around us. So it, it, the book goes through each one of those kind of deadly sins to identify those divine longings and discover uh... the godly path forward
2: i will say no that because you're asking the question I think you're doing a good job trying to walk into that idea of a holy humility. You're not just saying, oh, well, you know, I'm fine and ignoring it. You really have a heart to want to please God and to live in right order with him. So hopefully this answer and perhaps others you'll find in the book will, will help you continue that. But the Holy Spirit's obviously working in your life because you're even asking that question. A lot of people never even get around.
1: To no, it's a it. terrific question I'm really a great way to kick off the show. Thanks again for the call. I hope gives you some clarity. And again, if you want to go deeper, check out Broken Gods, Hope, Healing in the Seven Longings of the Human Heart. It's available at CatholicCounselors.com or wherever books are sold. With that, we got to go to break. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about well, not knowing what to do. How can you increase your confidence in the face of those tough decisions you have to make about your life, your relationships? How can you know what God's calling you to? We are talking about that process that we can have confidence in that allows us to feel good about our decisions. But how can we apply that process to your life? Let's talk it out together at 877-573-7825. When we come back, in addition to taking your calls, we'll be joined by Father Thomas Loya of the Tabor Life Institute, who will be sharing some additional insights from the theology of the body on good discernment. So stick around for that and a whole lot more when More to Life comes back after these messages.
2: If you've never been to EWTN's free family celebration, this is your year. Your EWTN family is waiting for you where it all began in Birmingham, Alabama. Join us Saturday, August 26th, as we celebrate Mother Angelica's love for the Eucharist and mark the centennial year of Mother's birth. For more information on this free event, visit EWTN.com slash family celebration.
4: We want to see you there. Brought to you by the nonprofit Seton Home Study. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Gurendi here. You thinking about homeschooling? Seton Homeschooling. 40 years of experience, 17,000 current students, pre K through high school. They provide the books, the lesson plan, the counselors, the grading services, the tests. That's right, pretty much everything. My wife and I use Seton. Some of our children. Tell you this two of them got perfect ACT scores in verbal. And overall, the Seton students scored more than 100 points above average on the SAT. Over 30% higher on English and reading on the ACT. It's a rigorous program. You want to give the very best to your kids? Trust me on this one. Go with Seton. It is a beautifully rigorous academic program. Go to seatonhome.org. That is seatonhome.org
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck and I'm Lisa Popcheck and you're listening to the best of More to Life
2: Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popcheck.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck. Today our show is titled, I Don't Know What to Do, as we talk about the ways anxiety undermines the confidence in our decisions and makes it hard to know what God's calling us to in the face of challenging circumstances in our life or relationships. Join the conversation at 877-573-7825. Joining us right now, Father Thomas Loya. He is a pastor, a counselor, an artist, and an expert on the theology of the body. He is the founder of the Tabor Life Institute. Father Thomas Loya, welcome to More to Life.
0: Thank you, always great to be here with these great topics.
1: So let's talk about discernment here and and how we can feel more confident in the process of figuring out what God is calling us to. Okay, a couple of things why people should stay calm in this discernment.
0: <laughs> First of all, <laughs> discernment, the reason why we get anxious, because it's tough, because it's tough because it's a choice between good things. And that's the hardest kind of discernment. You know, be easy if something was good and not so good or bad, be easy. But this is a discernment of conscientious people who want to do the right thing, and it's two good things. However... It becomes that way, in a sense, win-win, because God is not going to punish us or leave us out in the cold because we didn't choose the right path or we didn't choose it exactly perfectly. Either way, what we're desiring is a choice for life and love, and God will bless that. You know, if we don't necessarily make exactly what it is that may be we sh- where we should have been, God is not going to punish us, so that's the first thing. Second thing is, it has been my common experience as a pastor and counselor for now 40 years they that most people that come to me know they actually know, you know they, they ask i don't know what to do actually as they listen to them they know what to do what they're really looking for in many cases not always in many cases is the courage or the confidence to do what they deeply inside know what to do that's another thing too why they can stay calm a lot of times have more confidence that maybe you really do know what to do you're just looking for confidence and also when um uh, this is a very common thing in religious life, religious vocations. This is really at the heart of it, because they do a lot of deep discernment with that. And once we arrive, though, where we should be, look back at our missteps, and you'll find that those are all things that God is going to use. There are ways that we can uh, use in our ministry, in our lives. they are ways that help form us. So in a sense, this genuine discernment, you're talking about genuine discernment here, this genuine discernment is basically, in the end, win-win. You, you can't lose, and therefore you need to be calm. And don't be afraid, because, you know, whenever we have crisis, God does not run away from us. He's, he's there even more in the crisis. Our tendency is to, when we fear why God spoke against fear so much, more than anything, is because it's a tendency, like you said when you're talking about pride, it's a tendency to think or feel we have to do it all on our own. That God really isn't God. He's not who He is. He's not going to be there when we really need Him. That it's all up to us, and we have to try and do this and discern this, and then we get anxious and fearful. You know,
1: I, you know the, the thing up. that occurs yeah. to me as you're sharing this, you know, I, I and this is an example or an illustration I use with with my clients in in the practice of CatholicCounselors.com. You know, I, I remind people of Saint Francis of Assisi, you know, who heard God yes. say, mm-hmm. "Go and rebuild my church." and then he immediately started thinking that his job was to start building little chapels in the italian countryside when god actually wanted him to rebuild his whole church uh, and renew the church god you know he, god didn't punish him like you said for 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 that time he spent doing construction projects he used that <laughs> to that greater goal of rebuilding his church but ultimately you know francis imagination at first wasn't big enough to contain god's plan but god used that work to to help him expand his mind and understand of what it meant to rebuild his church. Uh, and in the same way, when we make decisions, you know, maybe if we, even if we make a misstep or don't do exactly the right thing, if our desire is to avoid evil and serve God uh, and we're asking Him to teach us, He uses every decision to fulfill the plan He has for our lives, right?
0: Absolutely. You know, ironically, uh, Dr. Gregory, uh, just before your show came on, Teresa Tamio made a comment about her own life, about exact, the exact thing, that she was in uh, non-Catholic radio before, and that is precisely what led her to the Catholic Church and Catholic radio. Right. So it's a perfect example. The, the missteps it, with our heart's in the right place, because she was looking for God, the heart's in the right place, God is going to bless that.
2: And it helps to actually ask him and engage him, not just say, oh, I sort of want to do this for God, but say, Lord, I really want to follow your will. Show me what it is. Teach me what it is and lead me on your path. When we do that, we're in pretty good stead.
1: Father Loya, thank you so much for being with us. It's a pleasure to spend the time with you. You always have great insights. And if folks would like to learn more about your good work, I encourage them to go check out the Tabor Life Institute at TaborLife.org. That's T-A-B-O-R, like Mount Tabor, T-A-B-O-R, lifeorg And folks, we're taking your calls right now about confidence, and in particular, confidence in the decisions that we make, uh, our ability to discern what God's calling us to do in the face of difficult decisions in our life, in our relationships. If you are struggling to know the right thing to do, About a challenge in your life or relationships. If you're trying to discern God's call and you're not sure what it is, or you're worried about getting it right, give us a call at 877-573-7825. Stick around.
4: What can we learn from a 102-year-old doctor? I'm Chuck Gatica, and this is Journey Strong. It turns out we can learn a lot, Dr. Gladys McGarry is 102. While her tips for a long, healthy, and happy life are not all faith based, they are worth considering. The good doctor suggests we get nine hours of sleep a night, we spend time with loved ones, and build community. This is what parish life can help us achieve, right? She wants us to find and keep finding purpose in life, even after age 100. She says we need to walk, to move more each day. Even at 102, her goal is 3,800 steps a day. She suggests we avoid smoking and drinking alcohol, too. She wants us to find more love and laughter in life. Further, be a good listener. Get a load of this. She says, listening without love is an empty sound, but listening with love is understanding. Check out the Journey Strong tab for more on this at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. As Catholic parents, we know that parenting can be hard, frustrating, and lonely.
2: But it doesn't have to be that way anymore.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm
2: Lisa Popchak from More to Life, inviting you to become a premium member of Catholic Home. That's CatholicHOM.com.
1: It's an online community
2: dedicated to supporting faithful parents like you. At Catholic Home, you can chat with our team of family life coaches every day.
1: Get expert help with discipline issues. Self-care. Creating a stronger marriage.
2: Living your faith at home.
1: Or just coping with the stress of being a Catholic parent in today's world.
2: In addition to the personalized expert support you'll get as a premium member of CatholicHOM.com, you'll get access to tons of creative resources.
1: Check out entertaining videos to teach your kids to get along with each other and love the Lord. Downloadable activities. Monthly live parenting Q&As. A
2: supportive community of faithful parents.
1: And tons of other benefits, like our exclusive Catholic Home podcast. Go to
2: CatholicHOM.com today and become a premium member of the Catholic Home community.
1: Remember, that's CatholicHOM.com. We can't Can't wait wait to to see you there. there. I'm Dr. Greg Popcheck, And I'm Lisa Popcheck, And you're listening to the best of More to Life.
2: Hi, this is Lisa Popcheck. Piles of research show that what kids really need to grow up happy and healthy is you, the parents. Being an involved, loving, present parent who builds a trust-filled relationship with your child is the first line of defense between him and the rest of the world. But this has to start at the very beginning. Respond to your infant or toddler's needs promptly, generously, and consistently. Don't make them work for your attention. Trust the feeding and sleeping schedule God built into your unique and unrepeatable baby, instead of imposing arbitrary schedules on your child. Prompt generous and consistent response to your child's needs will lay the foundation for a strong parent child relationship from the start and allow you to grow in virtue by practicing heroic self-donative love you are your child's best hope for a healthy life full of joy for more on raising happy healthy kids visit more life
1: Welcome back, folks. Today, we're talking about making good decisions on our show titled, I Don't Know What to Do. If anxiety is undermining your confidence in a decision you have to make about your life or relationships, let us help you get clarity and the confidence you need in your ability to discern what God's calling you to. 877-573-7822. Well, one decision that's not difficult is becoming a premium member of the Catholic Households on Mission community. That's a brand new resource that uh, Lisa and I produced in association with Holy Cross Family Ministries to help Catholic families encounter Christ more meaningfully at home, experience their faith as a source of the warmth in the home, and be more loving, connected, and caring households on mission. To love like Christ. If you want to be a more confident parent and have a more holy, healthy family life, then download the Catholic HOM app at your Google or Apple store, or go to CatholicHOM.com to learn more about it. We'll give you all the support you need to let God transform your family into a dynamic domestic church at catholichom.com. With that, we're taking our next call. Lisa, who's up?
2: Let's talk now with Chris, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Alabama.
1: Hey, Chris, welcome to More to Life. What's up?
5: Hey there, good morning. Uh, I'll try my best to be quick. Uh, In February, I actually was laid off from a job that I really loved. And uh, during the last few months, I've been applying, I haven't really had no luck. Uh, So I received an offer from a a different industry, a lot lower pay, but, you know, I have a beautiful wife and three awesome kids. So I say, you know, I need to work. Let me go ahead and do it. Uh, Manager, great. Love the manager. Me and her are really close. Been there for maybe like four weeks, not too long at all. Okay. Uh, so happened I get a ring uh, from a major um, a company I really admire for a long time, and I thought they kind of forgot about me. They actually offered me a position. Okay. Mm, so, the, the, so that's a blessing. Uh, but the thing is, I can do both jobs. Uh, and I was I was thinking about doing both jobs in order to uh, you know pay off some debt. You know, we just moved to the house, getting furniture mm-hmm. and things of that nature. However, that would cut into my family time tremendously. That I means I won't be working at the i I'll be working at the five, I'll be working on weekends as well. Wow. And the tough thing is right, I have opportunity to make more money for my family to get things quicker. Uh, but, you know, even if I choose to quit my current job, uh, it will be tough because I'll be disappointing a person that uh, you know, uh I'll be putting them in a very sure. bad position.
1: I understand. Sure.
5: So no. I have good and good and bad on both sides. I kind of don't really know what to do. So, Chris, the first question
2: has to be: Are you and your wife praying about this together?
5: Yes, we uh, honestly we just recently started praying because I got the offer two days ago. Okay. Uh, but yes, we we uh, we prayed about it last night.
2: And when, when you prayed about it last night, certainly it doesn't, you know, always come, discernment doesn't always come like a lightning bolt. Sometimes, you know, you're working it out as you go along the way. But what was that spiritual gut instinct that each of you had when you did pray about it together?
5: Well, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's the, the, the I guess, the tough part. Uh, because for me, I felt the Holy Spirit clearly say, uh, quit. The current job I have right mm. now, and go full time with the uh, other one. Uh, and I believe I believe it was the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times I like to test that before I kind of take a leap. Uh, good for you. But, okay. But because you know, you know, we as you know Christians, we we tend to have a, a good conscience, and I just feel really bad for leaving the job I just started four weeks ago and putting sure. him in another bad position so let's let's put that aside
2: for a second because you told me what your what you felt the holy spirit was telling you did your wife say what she thinks the holy spirit is telling her
5: no she said that um she wants me to do what i feel is best and what's on my heart to do um but of course uh you know and no there's been times where i really thought i heard from the holy spirit and Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think I was wrong, I, I must. it has
1: been my imagination. Well, that, that happens, so, you know, so no, it, it's good to test it. I mean, you know, and 2 Corinthians tells us to to test all those different spirits and make sure that we're, you know, really clear on where that particular voice is coming from. So, you know, a um, couple of thoughts here on just a sermon in general. First of all, you know, um, you want to, I don't know what kind of time frame you've got, but you do want to keep bringing it back to prayer, um, because, you know, St. Ignatius of Loyola, who is kind of a master in, and discernment, said that there were sort of three ways that God reveals his will to us. Um, The first one is that sort of you know, knock, knocking you off your horse, like did with Saint Paul. Uh, but God tends to reserve that for decisions that we couldn't possibly make on our own. You know, that they're, they're just not obvious, and we don't have the information. We couldn't possibly get the information, so He just needs to tell us what to do, and we just have to kind of get out of His way. <laughs> you know, but that doesn't happen very often. Um, so then the second kind of discernment comes up where we have a choice between two good things, like Father Loya was talking about, uh, and and that discernment is more like. Kind of watching the sun come up over the horizon you know you sort of see kind of a light there at first and then it gets a little brighter a little br- the more you bring it back to prayer the more confident you feel and even if you know you're choosing between two good things uh and even if you're, you're you don't necessarily rationally know why you're leaning toward one thing as opposed to the other but the more you sit with it in prayer it just be it just becomes the thing so that that's that's the that's kind of where you're at the third way god reveals his will to us is through our intellect and will um... you know we have a tendency to dismiss that and say well that's just me that's not god but but who gave you your intellect and will Right, God did, and if you give your intellect and will to God and say, "Okay, Lord, you know, help me to want what you want, and help me to think through this the way you want me to think through it," He will. And the more you keep praying through that and bringing good information into that process and sitting with it in prayer, the more God, you know, inclines your heart and your mind and your will to those things that He wants for you. So that's sort of step one in this in this process of getting clarity on on what you should do. The second thing, though, and I think this will actually snap it into focus a little bit more clearly too. Is the process we were talking about earlier in the show that, that God is always calling us to, toward a more abundant life, and a more abundant life kind of rests on three pillars meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue. So when we have a decision to make, the decision that leads us to using our gifts and talents to make a positive difference, either in big ways or small ways, the decision that allows us to make our relationships healthier and stronger and the decision that helps us grow in, in virtue by helping us kind of take whatever life is throwing at us and become a healthier, holier, stronger, uh, godlier person. That's the right decision, right? And so based on that, as you reflect on what's what, what, what position gives you the greatest potential to make a positive difference, to make your relationships healthier and stronger and become a, a stronger, healthier, godlier person. That's the right decision to make. Um, and in terms of you know feeling bad about um, you know just quitting a job you just started, if if that's if that's what's holding you back, I certainly appreciate that as an employer myself. I you know <laughs> I don't like to lose people that I brought on. At the same time, it's a job, uh, and, and ultimately you know you have to do what God, what you believe God is calling you to, whatever that is. And so as you continue to sit with us in prayer and give your intellect and will to God and sort of reflect on all the uh, you know information that's coming in. And in the light of pursuing meaningfulness, intimacy, and virtue, I believe that one of the options is going to come clearer to you. And that and whatever that option is, that's what you should pursue.
2: Now, Chris, this is gonna require you to spend some time carving out some time to really talk with your wife, talk through this. One of the things that I would suggest you talk through with her is if you decide to give yourself a little bit of time to a adjust to this and have more time to pray by keeping both jobs at the same time as you were suggesting earlier and be giving yourself a little time to you know pay things off one of the questions you and your wife need to discuss is if i'm technically losing family time in all those ways that you named how would we fit family time in well because often we think that family time is All the hours that we have off so i have every night off i have every weekend off and then we kind of fritter it away are you intentionally using that time well or are you just not even really doing anything with the family if you take both jobs for a time where could you carve out time every day to have time to pray with your wife and kids to have time to still get some stuff done together as a family to have time to play a little bit every day together to be able to be there for your wife in ways that she's not doing everything at home without you, and have time to really talk with her without you just kind of like passing out because you're so exhausted from doing two jobs. So if you end up in prayer leaning toward doing the two for even a short time to give yourself more time to gather information about this new opportunity, to really pray through it with her, make sure you're having that conversation. How are we going to pursue preserve some family time and make it work well for us as we test this out. But
1: either way, the conversation is now about, okay, honey, you know, it, it's not what do you want me to do. It's not what you even feel. It's it's what do you think? Let's give me your honest, prayerful opinion.
2: You're saying to your wife.
1: It's to your, yeah, so you saying to your wife, what do you think, honey, would be the most meaningful, intimate, and virtuous decision to make in the light of all the different options here? Uh, and that's what you can have the conversation around, and I think that's going to help her give you a more honest feedback about what her needs are as well, as opposed to her feeling like, well, I, I don't want to put my feelings over his feelings. Yeah. You know, now we can have a real conversation about what we genuinely, prayerfully believe to be the most meaningful, intimate, and virtuous choice in the face of the options in front of us. We did talk more about couple discernment in our book, Praying for and with Your Spouse: The Way to Deeper Love. It's a book all about basically married a marital spirituality how do we invite god into every part of our marriage the, our daily life the decisions that we make. How do we really discern and support each other spiritually as husbands and wives? I think it'd be a great follow up for you if you're interested. Again, the book is praying for and with your spouse, the way to deeper love. But I'm pretty sure you can run with the suggestions that we made on the call here. So Chris, thank mm-hmm. you so much for your question. And I hope that the advice you've been given will get you at least the next step. And if there's more we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out here again on the program. We're taking your calls listeners about making decisions. How can you be confident in the decisions that you have to make especially when you're facing tough situations in your life or relationships? How do you know the right thing to do or what God is calling you to do? And how do you move forward with confidence even when you can't guarantee the outcome? Which is, you know, pretty much L1? every
2: minute of every day.
1: 775737825. That's 877 5737825 And as we go out to our break it's time for our scripture of the day which comes to us from James chapter 1 verse 5
2: It's such an encouraging scripture If any of you lacks wisdom let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him
1: so again, you know, this is what Father Loya was saying, right? And it's really what we've been saying through the whole program. The first step is to give the decision to God. And then we trust that God is leading us. You know, it's not, oh, but I have to wait for the big sign from heaven. Oh, I have to wait for the big lightning bolt to come down. And
2: it's also not... um Go in deep Old Testament where we're afraid to approach God because he's going to give us wisdom. It says here in James one five, without reproach. You know, we're often afraid that he's a big scary God and if we ask for wisdom or we ask for his help, he's going to you know we get it wrong. yell he's at going to us. us. Exactly. You know. He's gonna yell at us or something he wants to give his wisdom to us he wants to lead us and guide us and help us to become who he created us to be. and as
1: long as we're asking him and as long as we're giving our desires to him and our intellect to him and we're saying lord i want to do what you want me to do i'm not exactly sure what that is but i want want to do it then even if we make a misstep he'll use that on the path to fulfilling his will for our lives just take the step and let him guide you to the next step after that Because God can work with somebody who's moving forward. He can't work with someone who's insisting on standing still. So take that to heart as we go to our break. When we come back, we'll continue talking with you about making good decisions and getting over the anxiety that undermines our confidence in our choices at 877-573-7825. More to Life will continue right after this.
4: The most original and exclusive Catholic content is on EWTN Radio. One time somebody said to me, why don't you air these people? And I said, no, because I don't think they're Catholic. He says, by what right do you have to say that? I said, I own the network. (laughs) (laughs) Mother Angelica Live Classics.
0: Tonight, 8 Eastern on EWTN Television and Radio. Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Our generation is the first in human history to widely reject that life has any overarching purpose. Morality is considered relative, and we're even uncertain about what it means to be a man or a woman. Catholics at this time need to be awake, not woke. Sit down with Renewal Ministries' Peter Herbeck and I for an extended conversation with Noel Maring, author of Awake, Not Woke. It's
4: available on the Renewal Ministries' YouTube page or in the slider at AveMariaRadio.net.
2: Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body?
1: Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there.
2: Thanks for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak.
1: I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today on More to Life, the show is titled I Don't Know What to Do as we talk about the tendency of anxiety to undermine our confidence. Let us help you get clarity in the decisions you have to make about those tough situations in your life or relationships. 877-573-7825.
2: Let's talk now with Ava, who's listening to EWTN Radio, Nebraska on Spirit Catholic Radio. Hi,
1: Ava. Welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us?
6: Thank you for taking my call. Um. So I... We've been married with my husband uh, for 11 years now, but he um, well, wow, we have a daughter six years old, but he left us when my daughter was eight eight months. Okay
1: so you haven't so, so even though you're still legally married, you haven't lived together and he hasn't really been part of your life. So, yeah, he for the better part degree. of whats so five, six years now?
6: Yeah, about six years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in December six years will be December will be six years okay. so my question is I have remained faithful to my faith and to my marriage mm-hmm. hoping that he will come to his senses mm-hmm. but he's constantly made it clear that marriage is not his priority mm-hmm. um, he's lost the faith um, he's not concerned whatsoever financially Emotionally, he he's he's gone. Yeah, he's just abandoned
2: you and your daughter completely.
6: Yeah, yes. So we've been on our own. Um, God has been very generous with us. I'm um, able to manage and handle and afford everything we need. Praise God. But it's it's getting mm-hmm. to a point where I can't move forward um, with things that require both parents' signatures, for example, uh, we were denied a passport for my daughter. Um, so those things, and they're starting to become sure. like uh, a big challenge as she grows and start to explore wanting to travel, among other things. Among yeah. other
2: things, so, sure. And for for any of our listeners who, who haven't gone through that process, c- certain paperwork, like a passport, require both parents to not even yeah. sign off, but to be present to do them. So you're really getting stuck in terms of being able to have a normal life legally with your daughter in this situation with him being completely out of the picture, but you both still having to deal with the fact that you're legally married. Okay.
6: Yeah, Yeah, I Absolutely. previously that, um, well, since we're okay financially, we will be fine. But um, the other day I was looking into, could we eventually own a home? And that's another issue. As long as we're still married, I I cannot buy a home. So uh, my question to you, um, the answer as I hit a wall every time I want to do something beyond what we've already been doing when she was a baby, Mm -hmm. the answer is if you divorce him, you can now do all these things. But divorce wasn't even on my radar, like it's not what I want of course not but it, it looks like it's a solution if i might say
1: yeah yeah no and so you're trying to figure out you know is it
6: what to do
1: are you kind of asking is i guess what the what the church's position on that or like what, how can we help you specifically with this decision
6: um i i read through the catechism and it oh, looks good. like yes i can divorce him mm-hmm. to be married in the eyes of the church mm-hmm. um, but is this my only option or am i missing something out there is, is there any other way to go about this or is divorce okay in my situation sure. so that i can provide for my daughter
2: okay. Well, legally let's just say you need to consult a lawyer to see if there are other legal options but it sounds like you've really done your homework on this and you know that there isn't
1: yeah i mean i, I was going to point you to the to the catechism first and you've already done that reading uh and and you know you, you've already kind of clarified for yourself the distinction between divorce and annulment that even if you got a, a legal divorce you would still be married in the eyes of the church because of the church as far as the church is concerned a, a, a divorce is just a tax document it's a legal document it doesn't affect whether you're actually married or not so you could continue to discern whether you wanted to try to pursue reconciliation with with your husband uh, even if you got a civil divorce so that that's you know n- you know that, that doesn't affect that at all your heart is absolutely in the right place in in both um, your your process of discerning God's will and your desire for reconciliation these are both two very good things but fortunately your, your husband has put you in the legal position mm-hmm. where you at least you know from my uninformed you know I'm not a lawyer, You're not so, a lawyer but, right. but from my uninformed legal opinion you don't have any other options than to pursue a civil divorce that would allow you to take care of your daughter the way you need to. Um, and the Catechism permits that, as you already read. Um, again, recognizing as you do that that does not impact the, the fact that you are married in the eyes of the church, and it does not allow you to you know, move forward and date or any of those other things. Uh, and, and, but I would suggest, you know, as so as you continue to pray through this and, and and really investigate whether there are any other options, I don't believe there are um, legally. Legally, but um, you know, but as you continue to pray through that and investigate it, I would also an, encourage you to seek uh, counsel from a pastor because you know it it is clear from the way you've you know. You've presented the situation here that your husband did not intend to enter into marriage as the church defines it. You know, in order to enter marriage or be capable of marriage, you need to be able to make a lifelong promise. I mean, that doesn't mean that you, you, you won't struggle, it doesn't mean you don't have questions, but it means you have the intention to do what the church asks you to do. And And it's pretty clear that from the very beginning of your relationship he did not have that intention. Um, and so that certainly suggests that an annulment would could be granted. And, and, and I'm not, you know, people kind of look at annulment as a get out of marriage free card, and that's not, not what it all. is at all. It's meant to be a discernment process. You know, we discern into marriage with the church. You know, again, people go to the church and they kind of want us to rub, want the church to rubber stamp their decision. But really, engagement preparation is supposed to be a discernment period where the couple comes into the church and says, you know, we feel God leading us to this next step in our relationship. Let's pray with the church about this. And the pastor represents that, uh, that part of the discernment process. Well, annulment is the reverse of that. You know, we, we, in prayer, we believe that we made a mistake and that God did not call us into this. Let's pray with the church to figure out what God is calling us to now. Um, And so, so I I would say that this is part of your discernment process as well. So the, the short answer here, Ava, is that barring any legal counsel that would give you any other options, it appears to me that your husband has backed you into a corner where the only choice you really would have would be to pursue a civil divorce, which as you do know does not affect the fact that you would still be spiritually married. That second piece of it would would really require you to talk with your pastor and discern with your pastor about you know, is God calling you to be faithful to this man or did he not call you into this marriage in the first place and he actually has somebody else or some other chapter in your life that he wants to write yet uh, that we don't want to hold him back from. Perhaps he does want you to remain faithful in this situation and in time God will work that out. Perhaps he has something else in store, but that's all part of that discernment process. I think the, But you are doing a very good job, an excellent job taking this very soberly, very prayerfully, very intentionally. And I know that, that God is clearly leading you uh, in, in your life. And I just ask you to continue to pray and follow him because, Ava, you're, you're doing a beautiful, beautiful job. And I think it's a model for uh, many, many other people in your situation. Thanks so much for the call. And folks, if you are looking for ways to kind of expand on what we've been talking about here and being clearer in your discernment, check out my book, The Life God Wants You to Have, which is all about this process of discovering how to be confident in choosing those meaningful, intimate, and virtuous paths that lead us to the abundant life God is calling you to. You can learn about that at CatholicCounselors.com as well as many other resources to help you live a more abundant
2: life. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.